Jesus first message to the world was repent for the kingdom of heaven is at hand. And that's in Matthew 4:17. But Mark 1:15 reads, the time is fulfilled and the kingdom of God is at hand. Repent and believe in the gospel. said that repent is turning around and heading in the opposite direction. That's the term that you hear often. Mm -hmm. The Greek definition of repent is to think differently. And I see it like this. Mm -hmm. You really can't make a conscious effort to go in the opposite direction until you start thinking differently. Right, exactly. So thinking differently comes first before you can make that 180 Mm -hmm. degree turn in the opposite direction. So as a citizen of the kingdom of heaven, God, by believing the gospel in second Corinthians five, 17, it reads, therefore, if any man be in Christ, he is a new creation. Old things are passed away. Behold, all things are become new. So the very nature of our lives begins to change when we believe in the gospel, how we think, What we say and what we do begin to reflect the word of God and not the word of men. Yeah, exactly. You know, Mm -hmm. so you when we make that change, something changes in us. Mm -hmm. Uh, The way we think, you know, I remember coming to the Lord, the different transformations that happened because I came to the Lord. The realness of this change of this believing the gospel. I really, truly felt, and nobody preached to me. Nobody said anything about it. It was a conscious effort because I know that God was real based on my testimony of how he came into my life is that I didn't think within me consciously that those words that I was speaking was pleasing to God, mm-hmm. was honoring God. So I made a conscious effort to say, I don't want to say them anymore. And 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 there was a series of events in my life that took that to a place of change of living a way I thought what I said and what I did begin to change. Did it happen automatically? No, it's a process, but I knew that there was a God Mm -hmm. and I knew that he gave his only begotten son for me. And I knew that I wanted to be about his business and I wanted to be like Christ. Yeah. And so there's a change that happens when that occurs. Yeah, it's like um, in Romans 12 and 2, mm-hmm. where it talks about not being conformed to this world, right. but being transformed by right. the renewing right. of your mind. So Amen. that kind of goes with what you're saying, um, thinking differently, mm-hmm. and then the direct changing of the direction will Ex- follow. Exactly. Renew exactly. your mind, and then the transformation Correct. will follow. And that's why we're talking about this now, why we have a discussion about it, is the fact that when change occurs, when we give our lives, do we really truly believe what we're doing and what mm-hmm. we're saying and what, what God is saying to us? If we do, then this word becomes valuable. Mm-hmm. It's priceless because it's God from heaven instructing us on how we ought to live this life to not to the best of our ability, but to the best of his ability. Right. 
God creating humanity and saying, I'm not just going to create you. I'm going to instruct you on how to live the better life. We say, I want to live the better version of me. Well, the ver- the better, the best version of us is how God created us. And so we should be looking towards how did God create me? Mm-hmm. And that will be the best version of you. And you can only get to that image when you embrace the image right. of Christ. In Christ. In Christ. Right. Right. And so knowing that, I know that this God that loves us so much says, you know, I'm not just going to create you. I'm going to give you some instructions. In the word of God, the Bible is those instructions. And if we follow those things, we begin to see what it's like to live in the realm of the, the kingdom of, of God. What was there, Romans? Um, Romans 12, 2. Right. Romans 12, 2. How we're not to be conformed to this world, but but to be transformed by the renewing of our minds. Exactly. Being in the military, we were we we were stationed overseas. You yeah. know, we had a couple overseas uh, tours. We would stay there for about two or three years. But if we say I'm going back there because I loved it so much, and we want to stay there for ten or fifteen, or we want to live there, then we change our citizenship. Mm-hmm. We may have dual citizenship: America and let's say Spain. We want to go to Spain. We want to live in Spain, so we change our citizenship. So as we change our citizenship and if we submerge ourselves in that culture, you know, if we are vested in that culture, fully devoted, involved in that community, Mm -hmm. then something changes. We change citizenship, but then the more we're there, everything else changes. The way we think changes, Mm -hmm. what we say changes, what we do changes Mm -hmm. until pretty soon we are mimicking that that new country that we have um, submerged ourselves in. Exactly. So we begin to mimic them, and 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 then from that 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 viewpoint, we get to see that when we come into this new kingdom, this kingdom of God, you know, this kingdom of heaven. And I want to say that the kingdom of God is in. Mark, Luke, and John, the Gospels of Mark, Luke, and John, mm-hmm. you see it so much, the kingdom, right, the of, kingdom God. of God. Right. But the kingdom of heaven is in Matthew. So that's why we're saying kingdom of heaven and kingdom of God. So don't be, mis- you know, usually it's yeah. the same. so it's usually the same. So if we say just the kingdom of God, or we say just the kingdom of heaven, you understand what we're talking about, right? So, yeah, yes, I understand. Thank you. <laughs> and so when the kingdom of heaven comes and we accept gospel, we believe the gospel, there's a change that occurs. The more we are in the kingdom of heaven, the more we in the kingdom of God, the more we submerged ourselves in and we're devoted and we're involved and we're invested mm-hmm. in the kingdom of heaven, the kingdom of God. Then we begin to live, move and have our being just like the higher government, the, right. the people in charge. Right. And that is God and Christ and the Holy Spirit in charge. Mm-hmm. And so we begin to look like them, talk like them, think mm-hmm. like them. And that makes a difference. Right. And and I can remember, you know, when um, just being being a citizens of citizen of the United States and and the things that we have access to. And, you know, when something happens and we call someplace, we we expect someone to be there like today. You know, we we need something repaired. We we need them to be there today. Right. But in Europe, when we were in Spain. And we had issues and we call, whether it was a telephone company or water company or the electricity would go out and we'd call and say, hey, my electricity is out. And and they would say, oh, mañana. 
manana. We're like, we don't have any water. Oh, manana, manana. And at first, because we're used to having things done quickly, it was annoying to us. But the longer we stayed there and those things happened more and more and we would call, we get the same answer. We, we finally like, you know what? It's not that big of a deal. Right. We, we just kind of settled in this and we knew that we started changing in the mind and we started accepting our new home that it was not like the other one. This is how it is here. And in order to um, thrive and in order to just, yeah, live, then we had to adopt or adapt to that culture. We had to adapt to that society. Yeah. And, and so you get this great picture of of this exchange, your citizen, mm-hmm. your citizenship exchange where you're saying, I don't want to be like the world anymore. Mm-hmm. You know, I want to I want to be like Christ. Right. So there's this loyalty, this allegiance, like the definition we're talking about of this new government. And so what we can do and see if we're talking about the kingdom of God versus the kingdom of the world, Mm -hmm. some people are in the world, you know, but they don't understand what that is, what happens in the world, because it is similar to what happens in the kingdom of God, Mm -hmm. because in the world changes happen to us. Things are going on. We function, we operate in a certain way. Just like you were saying, we were Americans with a fast paced mentality. Right. But when we went to Spain, slow down, boy, slow down. down, So there was a difference in change. Mm -hmm. So in the kingdom of this world, life is centered on selfishness. And we'll talk about these attributes of selfishness later. Mm -hmm. But as a citizen of the kingdom of God, our focus is on God, which allows him to conform or gradually shape us into the image of his son. Where we once inhabited self-centeredness by believing the gospel, we do shift in our allegiance and allow Christ to be the center of our lives so that we begin to mimic him. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that word mimic, you know, it's just like for those of us, you know, having children, your children look at you, they, they listen to you and they begin to mimic you. So you we have to be careful as to what we say, right. what we do, Amen. because the eyes are watching us and they are imitating us. And that's what God wants us to do with him. Right. Like in Ephesians 5, 1, it says here, be imitators of God, therefore, as dearly loved children. Amen. To imitate him, just like our children imitate us. Amen. We are to imitate our heavenly father. Amen. And those attributes of a heavenly father will reflect on how we want to function because like any good parent, their children wants to say, I I just want to please you Mm -hmm. because I love you. I will respect you. So I want to live my life like you because your life is this. And I want the same thing because I want to be like you, you know? So, um, so let's, let's talk about the, the new citizenship in the kingdom of God. Okay. Well, I've got a definition because you know, I like, Definitions. I like to define words. We know. (laughs) So in the natural, the legal definition of citizen is a person who due to place of birth, naturalization or other reasons is a member of a political community or of a civil state 
such as a country or state, and is entitled to all the civil rights and protections thereof and owes allegiance to its government. So what do you think a citizen of the kingdom of God will look like or resemble after believing in in the gospel? Let's first take a look at the impact the world has had or could have on us because we're saturated in it. And we're starting with the world's attributes, because if we understand the impact that the world has had on us. This gives us an idea of what our lives would, could or should be like. When we are saturated. In the kingdom of God. First, John two, 15 and 16. Love not the world, neither the things that are in the world. If any man love the world, the love of the father is not in him. And then it goes on to say, for all that is in the world, the lust of the eyes, the lust of the flesh and the pride of life is not of the father, but of the world. So if you love those things, if you're about those things, the scripture says that you don't love the father. And so that makes a difference of understanding that we can clearly see that those three things drives the selfishness of the world in which we live. Yeah. Um, You know, Colossians three, it kind of gives us a good picture of what the world looks like, what the kingdom of this world looks like, um, kind of the the attributes. So I'm going to read a few verses in Colossians three, Um, verse five, it reads, put to death, therefore, whatever belongs to your earthly nature, sexual immorality, impurity, lust, evil desires, and greed, which is idolatry. Uh, Verse eight, but now you must rid yourselves of all such things as these, anger, rage, malice, slander, and filthy language from your lips. Verse nine, do not lie to each other since you have taken off your old self with its practices. So our old man is a part of this, the kingdom of this world. And those things that I just read are part of the old man. So why would God save us to bring those things into his kingdom. Right. Amen. So there's that there, there's that attributes that we need to, to now let go so that we might receive the attributes of God. And mm-hmm. that's in Christ Jesus. Right. So most of the headlines from those three things, we were talking about those core attributes of the world. Mm-hmm. Most headlines, social media posts and news report and whatever will point to one or all three of these characteristics of being in the world. The kind of selfish life exists when the kingdom of God or Jesus Christ isn't the focus of our attention. And sometimes even people of God can take their focus off of Jesus, including myself, including including, us, and take an occasion, I called it an occasional vacation from the kingdom of God. And unfortunately, some may stay on vacation longer than their spirits can afford. But that's another subject. So what we're trying to um, talk about is that these are the things that are in the world. 
And those things that are in the world are of the old man. Mm -hmm. When you come into the kingdom of God, just like second Corinthians five seventeen says, right. um, those that are in Christ Jesus, they are new creatures or new creations. Mm -hmm. All things are passed away. Behold, all things become new. God's given us some new stuff. That's right. You know, some, some, some good stuff. That's right. Abundant living, you know, whereas the old world want to still kill and destroy. But the new, the new kingdom is saying, I want to give you life and I want to give you life abundantly. abundantly. You know, so these are the things that has got, and that's just the tip, you know, just a small portion right. of what God has given us as citizens of the kingdom of God. The kingdom of God, that's right. So Father God, we just praise and exalt you for this word today. And we pray, Lord God, that as, as believers, we understand our citizenship that we're under your government because there is so much that you have for us as being your children. We were children of the world and we can see where that took us. But Father, now we have decided, consciously decided, sincerely decided to allow Jesus Christ to be Lord of our lives. And now we are part of the kingdom of heaven, the kingdom of God. So we surrender all that old man stuff. And when it rises up, we ask forgiveness because we want to make sure that we are operating under the new man stuff. So draw us closer. Allow Jesus Christ to live in our lives that we might serve you with all our heart, our mind, our soul, and strength. And take this new citizenship seriously because you're going to change how we think. You will change how we, what we say how we or how we say it and you're going to change how we do things in the name of Jesus. Jesus and Father, we just pray for anyone who may be listening, Father, who does not know you, who have not um whose citizenship has not changed, but they want that change, Lord God. We pray for them, Lord God. All you have to do is to confess with your mouth the Lord Jesus, and believe in your heart that God has raised him from the dead, you will be saved. For it's with the heart that one believes unto righteousness, and it's with the mouth that confession is made to salvation. The Father God, I just pray for Jesus anyone, Christ. Lord God, who does not know you, that they would come to know you, Father, so that your kingdom may increase, Lord God. We thank you, Jesus. Jesus. Listening to It Was Found in My Heart with Gary and Veronica. If you need to contact us for any reason, if you need prayer, please send us an email at IWFIMH at gmail.com. That's IWFIMH at gmail.com.